Did you know that every word you speak matters? Are your conversations making a difference? With a passion for words and a heart for conversation, Teresa Velarde is a self-professed word nerd, best-selling author, BizCat 360 columnist, and publisher. Children's books as well as fiction and nonfiction books are welcomed at Weeby Books Publishing and Book Endeavors, the imprints of her company, Authentic Endeavors Publishing. Whether written or spoken, Teresa strives to encourage and inspire meaningful conversations that make a difference. Here's the host of Conversations That Make a Difference, Teresa Velarde. Hello and welcome to this edition of Conversations That Make a Difference. I am Teresa Velarde and I'm here with Emily Manuel. We're going to get started in just a minute, but I want to let you know that you can listen to Conversations That Make a Difference every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. And you can listen live on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network online on your mobile app, in the cars, on, on YouTube, and by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 radio network. You have to say that quietly, otherwise Alexa will play in the background. <laughs> get your apps and to learn more about the show and the network, you can get the full schedule by going to dreamvision7radio.com. And before we get started with Emily, and before I introduce her, those of you who have listened to the show or come to the show live know that we start with a prayer. So we're going to start with the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And I also want to say that it is by God's grace that we are fabulous, blessed, and highly favored, living in our greatness, using our gifts and talents, making a difference in the lives of others with passion and purpose, and all of God's great universe is conspiring in our favor. And we gratefully say, amen. Amen. So, hey, Emily, I'm just going to read your uh, bio so that I don't leave anything out. So... Emily Manuel, uh, I'm, I'm going to call her the Hawaiian princess because she lives on the island of, of, of Kauai in, in Hawaii. We'll talk about that. But she's driven, she was driven by financial debt and healthcare costs for her child. She's a single mom. And Emily has good reason to succeed. Out of real need, she began her journey to personal, of personal growth and success. This realtor and business owner lives on the island of Kauai in beautiful Hawaii, where she owns a fogging and disinfecting company. And Emily is very active in serving in her local community and is a powerful source, a force in several industries. She also has a consistent track record of success in the direct sales industry. She uses her solution finding skills, positive attitude, and energy to encourage others to work hard and succeed. Emily is inspired by her leaders and mentors and has a desire to share her knowledge with those who seek it. Emily, welcome to Conversations That Make a Difference. This has been a long time coming. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much, Teresa. What an honor. Um, Teresa and I have been talking for quite a while and um, it's been such a pleasure being able to get to know her. I've listened in on a few of her podcasts and I'm just so impressed with this amazing lady. Uh, mm -hmm. She's not only just always bright and smiling. I mean, she is really an inspiration to many. So thank you so much, Teresa, for having me on. 
You're welcome. And right back at you, Emily. So we titled this show, Living Your Best Life, Even in Trying Times. And let's talk about, um, in the beginning of your bio, you talk about that you were driven by uh, the needs that you had for taking care of your daughter and the need for financing. And, and in the world today, there are a lot of people who are struggling for finances for many, many reasons. And can you just speak a little bit about how you were able to, let's say, pull up your boots and get marching toward with success in order to be able to take care of your daughter to start with? And then it went on from there. So let's just start the conversation that you had some trials that you had to uh, show up in order to be able to level up. Yeah. Oh, man, this I'm going to try really hard not to cry when I talk about it, because this always gets me super emotional. So I'm going to do my best. OK, okay. Uh, I'm going to compose myself now and I'm going to think ahead. But yeah, I you know, I the, the journey started when I became that single mom. And, um, you know, financially, I was OK. I was doing fine. I wasn't by no means rich, but um, I was not in financial debt or anything like that. But when she came around, um, I found myself in a relationship that wasn't a very healthy one. And, um, and when she was born, she was born with a heart condition. And so because of that, it uh, caused some complications for her. And mm -hmm. uh, it put us in financial debt, right? Just doctor's mm -hmm. appointments and traveling back and forth to Honolulu. Um, that was a really challenging time for me. Um, I remember, and I'll share this story, uh, when we had just gotten back from the NICU, I had to refill one of her medications and it was seven, one of seven. And it was a hundred dollars mm -hmm. uh, for that one, one med and I could not afford it. I didn't even have a hundred dollars to my name. I actually didn't even have room on my credit card to put it on. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just remembered standing in front of the counter and whoo. I had, sorry, I had tears streaming down my face because I couldn't afford it. I'm sure there are many people who have been in your shoes, Emily, for many reasons. And, and, but there was, there's something that I think when we come to that place where we face the reality of where we are, something rises up in us and that's i know that's what happened for you so something rises up in us to be able to do what is needed to be done especially where our children are concerned so you're standing there and and what happened uh well i said a prayer <laughs> i said <laughs> i think we all kind of do yes. but i said a prayer and i said god if you can help me to take care of my daughter um i will do my best to you know, help others. If I don't have any money, I'll be out in the community or figure out ways that I can help people. Um, or if I had money that I would figure out ways to be able to, you know, utilize that as best I can to also help others that are in need. Mm -hmm. And I, and, and, you know, God was just so great. And I think uh, along the way, I found some great mentors, you know, people that just somehow either believed in me, saw something in me, or just was crazy enough to give me some of their time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I found an industry, the direct sales industry, that I thought, gosh, if this works, this might be, you know, um, something that I could do where I could be at home with my daughter and still be able to um, not have to find another job. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the most pivotal moments 
on being open-minded. I think sometimes things have to happen for you to be open-minded because I was not open to that at all or even that you know industry at all. But I remembered a phone call came through. I had creditors calling me, right? I don't know if you guys have had that experience of having people calling you trying to collect money, but I had a few of that, those calls. I, it came to the point where I stopped picking up my phone. But one day, I think I just had enough. And I had a, a call come through and I answered it. It was a lady, it was a creditor, and she was asking me for money. And I remember thinking to myself, I said, look, this is how much money I make. This is even just my basic living expenses. I said, and then on top of that, I have all these bills that I can't even pay. I said, mm -hmm. most months I'm trying to decide which bill to pay just to be able to survive and figure out how do I don't keep getting into the situation where creditors are calling me. Right. And so I have nothing. I have nothing. I would wake up every single morning and I remember putting two feet on the ground and I would just say, today, I'm one step closer than I was yesterday because mm. that moment when I picked up that call from that creditor, it gave me this reminder that I was not in a good spot, but I needed to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And that was sort of my mantra for a while until I stopped saying it. And I obviously I stopped saying it because something probably started to change, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And you know, if you, if you dig down deep enough and you search out um, what you can possibly do, even if it's something small, little things grow into big things, grow into massive things, grow into make a difference for others, right? So tell me about how you first began um, the network marketing business, the direct sales business. How, when did that come into the picture after the situation you just described? Um, goodness. Uh, Sometimes things get a little bit blurry, but I just remembered, I think one of my first experiences like in the professional world of network marketing, I had a good friend of mine that I loved. She was uh, an awesome mom, a really good friend. She was always an example to me. It was somebody that I looked up to. And I remembered I was working for um, a company where I was making six figures. <clears throat> By that time, I kind of progressed in my career. But she said, uh, but I still didn't owe my time. I didn't have time with my daughter. And I was still kind of broke, actually, you know, still trying to just get ahead. But she said, um, there's something I want you to take a look at. Um, I have a meeting. Will you come? And in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I kind of have a feeling I know what this is going to be about. <laughs> but because I loved her and she was my friend, I thought I would sit there and I would listen through it. And I did. And I'm so glad that I did because a lady was on the stage speaking and her English wasn't that great. Um, it was so unassuming, but I was like, man, if she can, I can, is just kind of what I thought. And uh, that was sort of like my introduction to that. I did okay. I, I didn't do fantastic in that particular space, but I kept trying. But that was definitely a place where I found a lot of really great mentors mm -hmm. and I learned a lot. I, I, failures are the best learning tools. I agree with you. You know, John Maxwell has a book, Sometimes We Win, Sometimes We Learn, right? Exactly. So, yeah. And so the failures are where we learn the most. We learn how to fail, and then we learn how not to fail, and we learn how to turn a failure into, an into a success. And I'm sure every one of us has had some sort of experience like that, whether we're talking about a job 
or whether we're talking about being an entrepreneur. And you certainly are the uh, a shining light of what an entrepreneurial woman looks like because you've got a lot of things going on, girl, a lot. <laughs> so, you know, and like you said, like we said, when you were in that situation, you pick up your, you put your boots on and you walk. And you just walk through everything that is before you. And I love what you said, like when you were in the, at the, that counter, you said a prayer. Um, because I believe that um, everything happens, happens for a reason. And there's always a solution if you put your faith in God, put your faith in something higher than you, something who someone I believe have, I, I don't, it doesn't matter to me who, <clears throat> excuse me, for the listeners, it doesn't matter to me who you call God, what you call God. The, 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 the thing is, is there is some power greater than you that can and will help you through whatever your circumstances are, if you ask. I, I agree. And I feel like um, he has really guided my entire life. He, I mean, there were doors that were shut, things that happened, bad experiences, really, that really aren't bad experiences, just teaching us, you know, um, what, what it is to experience that and teaches us empathy and teaches us um, how to overcome obstacles and how to navigate and negotiate through life, you know, even through tough times, just kind of like what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. But God literally, like even up to this day, I feel like he has put me in a position where this is where he designed for me to be. Yeah. And it, and it, and it became, it became that plan of his, because I was obedient, even when things didn't look like they were the best situations. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, why am I going through this? And yeah. why me? And you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Right. That's always a question people ask when we talk about having a faith-filled life. You know, how can you explain? I have a friend who um, was in schooling, uh, was in administration in this school, and for for many years, I thought this person had was a person of faith. And then all of a sudden, the the conversation. Anytime you said God, what God? Who? You know, with all the things that are happening to the kids in this day, and this was years ago. Uh, all the things that are happening to the kids, how can you actually uh, believe that there is a God? And I'm like, are you kidding? This, you went from a faith-filled person to this now? Why? You know, why do good things happen to, why do bad things happen to good people? They just do. They just do. Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. And it's like, you wonder like, why? And, you know, we'll never know on this side of eternity why, right? I, you know, I, I looked back, I, I had questions asked, you know, and if there's anything that you could change in your life, what would that be? Mm -hmm. And at one point in my life, I think I used to have answers for that. And I was like, well, you know, if I change this, or if I did that, or if I rewinded time, but now in the position that I'm at, as far as like the time frame, maybe my, maybe it could be maturity of age, you know, but um, now if someone were to say, hey, what would you change? I would say nothing. Because even with the, the challenges that have happened in my life, mm -hmm. it has taught me so much. It's helped me to develop into the person I've become. It's helped me understand people a little bit better that are in situations that I went through that I can go, oh, I totally get it, you know? Um, and it's also helped with the message because I think if someone, won, if someone came to you and gave you advice and their life was perfect, like how valuable would that advice be mm -hmm. rather than it comes from someone that 
struggled just like you did and had challenges just like you did Mm -hmm. and was facing things, you would probably respect the advice of someone that can relate more than someone who really couldn't because they've never experienced any challenges, right? And so I, yeah, so I totally believe that everything that has happened in my life was designed and was there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm so grateful that you submitted a story for the book that's going to be coming out. I was hoping to have it done by Thanksgiving, but it looks like it's going to be the beginning of December because there are a lot of people who are last minute saying, can I play too? And of course I'm going to say yes. You know, so the, um, the thing, the, the theme of the book is called, uh, the book is called the daily gift of gratitude. And so what you just said speaks to, exactly what these stories are about we could have been in whatever place we were and you said you would never change you wouldn't change anything and and uh, from that I'm going to say that I'm I'm put words in your mouth but I know that this is true you're grateful for everything that happened because it has brought you to the place where you are today and your life has taken a turn where you are doing so many things to help people in the financial world and in your church and your community. Let's talk a little bit about how gratitude has helped you to be the Emily that is before us today. Gratitude is everything. I think if you're just really grateful for everything that comes to you, um, it, it creates this, uh, gosh, this energy that uh, attracts other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the other things I wanted to point out that I learned, once I understood gratitude, um, it really changed my perspective on life. And just being so appreciative of where you are and appreciative of of all the experiences that have been, you know, put in front of you. But two of the things that I talk about are grit and grace. And so the grit part of it is when things are really tough, that you get through all of all of those things, right? You got to push through, through the hard times. You know, it, life is not going to be perfect. It's not always going to be great. Challenges are going to come all the time. You still have to be grateful through mm-hmm. those challenges. And so the grit of that, and then, <coughs> excuse me, the second part of the grit is the grace. One of the things that once I really understood this, and maybe there's still a deeper understanding, but from from the point where I come from and where I'm at now, understanding grace is i think a lot of times we make mistakes and we we have a hard time forgiving ourselves for the mistakes we made it causes a lot of challenges and controversy because you feel so unworthy or i made this mistake and you can't forgive yourself for the mistake that you made and then it just kind of hangs on you and it sort of becomes sort of that heavy burden you know on you and then at the same time you have other people that maybe they can kind of forgive themselves but Really, the true, true meaning of grace is understanding and forgiving other people. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think once I realized that other people are not perfect, just like me, the grace on other people is just as important for us to be able to forgive them because we know that they can't be perfect. They're right. going to make mistakes just like we did. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them maybe aren't like the best you know, mistakes to make and maybe mm-hmm. not the way we have done them but we still have to learn the power of grace for ourselves, the power of grace for other people. And one of the things my pastor said, one of the first days that I walked into his church, is he said, um, love people where they're at. Mm -hmm. 
and and that makes sense because based on their life their experiences their age maybe where they come from that's all they know yeah and just to be able to love them at the level where they are at at that moment yeah yeah and that's so important you know like we make up these stories in our heads about you know, um, who they are and, and what they've been through without even having a conversation with people. You know, it's just human nature to find what's wrong with people rather than what's right with people, no matter who they are, where they come from, how they look, how they, how they act, whatever. It's judgment is a, it can, can trip your life up real time. And, and faster than real time, it can trip you up real bad. So one of the things that, um, you know, the, the gratitude and the grace, the grace that you just spoke of, I love that, meet people where they are. And, um, you know, grace is a beautiful thing. Grace is a beautiful, beautiful thing. There's um, um, hmm. someone in my world had a, um, had a company going way back and they used to do a blog talk radio uh, show called With Gratitude and Grace. And it just is, um, I think in gratitude, you find grace for other people. You find grace for circumstances. You know, and I love what you said about we make mistakes and we think that we're never gonna get beyond them. We feel like we're not worthy. We feel like we are not deserving. Um, and there's there's so many things that we have to, um, on an individual level, no matter what the trip up was, on an individual level, get through in order to be able to find gratitude in each of those circumstances and give ourselves the grace and be easy enough on ourselves, easier on ourselves so that we can get through whatever the circumstances were. I love that. I love that. I love it. I love it. So, and, and right now we're, we're up against our first break. So we're going to come back right after this, come back everyone. We're talking to Emily Manuel and we are having a conversation about living your best life, even in trying times. So join us again, come right back. What if dreams can diagnose your life? What if we can meet the love of our life in dreams? Join host Cat O'Keefe Cannabis, the number one internationally best-selling author of Dreams That Can Save Your Life, written with Duke University medical doctor Larry Burke. Dreaming Healing is where we'll explore dreams, research, and interpret dreams from you, the caller. Dreaming Healing Shows can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern with live shows on the first and third evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Come live your dreams out loud with Cat. Are miracles real? Can you move from mayhem to miracles? 30 prominent authors say yes as they share their high fives and down lows of challenges, abuse, addiction, and love. Experience hope, the magic elixir of miracles, through the personal stories of New York Times best-selling authors James Redfield, Dr. Bernie Siegel, Sister Jenna, Reverend Temple Hayes, and many more. If you like bestsellers, chaos to clarity, and crappy to happy, you'll love crying and laughing through Mayhem to Miracles, sacred stories of transformational hope, available now on Amazon and in bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? 
Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Omega Institute, offering workshops, retreats, and online learning dedicated to awakening the best in the human spirit. For over 40 years, Omega has seen more than a million people come through its doors to grow, learn, and find a greater sense of purpose. With over 350 workshops to choose from, Omega offers something for everyone. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org or call 877-944-2002. Again, 877-944-2002. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hi, and welcome back to Conversations That Make a Difference. We have someone who has just joined us. I'm guessing that you may have a question for Emily. We have, if you're listening on YouTube and you are in the chat, you can always uh, bring your questions to the, um, type your questions in and our producer will bring the questions to the live show. So who do we have here? Welcome. Someone named Colette, do you have a question? Hello, no, I, I was just uh, finally getting in. I had just gotten off another appointment, so. Okay, okay, so you can um, you can go back out and listen to the show on the YouTube channel, um, and we're gonna continue our conversation with Emily um, as we, um, we talk about living our best life. Thanks for joining us, Colette, we appreciate you. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. So, um, and that being said, if you have a question, type it in the chat and uh, the producer will get us the question and we will be able to answer them. So you up for a couple of questions, Emily? Sure, why not? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we roll. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, as we were talking about before the break, um, you know, gratitude and grace and and um, we're also talking about the fact that, you know, I believe that every word matters. Everything that we speak into somebody else matters. So talk a little bit about, if you would, some of the things that you're doing in your community to help people um, level up, if you will, um, to be, be have a better life and um, do things a little bit differently based on your, um, your experience and, and what you do now and, and, and everything that you believe that I believe in as well. So talk about what you're doing in your community. Well, I mean, I've been doing a book club now for about a year, over a year now. Mm -hmm. And I started it when I got introduced to the company that I'm a part of um, shortly after only because I thought, gosh, what better way to be able to sort of, and when I say mentor people, I think I would, I did the book club to keep me accountable <laughs> to reading. Uh, but I really also felt like with that accountability, 
why not um, have a community where we can all learn and grow together? So it's a really safe space. Um, right now, we're actually reading this book. Uh, it's called Atomic Habits. So we pick different books, you know, um, that I find will help other people in different ways. So the Atomic Habit books just talks about creating really great habits. Um, we've read books, Obstacle is the Way. We've read like the Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. And just using these things that are applicable into our daily life, uh, whether it's in business or life or family or just kind of whatever, right? Because mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of times we go through so many challenges and then we don't ever really get a chance to talk about it. And then we start realizing in a community like this book club that people start saying the words, me too. And they're like, oh, me too. Or they can relate and they get it. And it's, it's a beautiful space because people can talk and share about their life experiences and know that it's not about the judgment. It's mm -hmm. about how do we get from where we are now and what steps can we take to improve and get better? Yeah. And get closer to where we want to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I've, I've threatened to be part of you. I've threatened to be part of your book club time and time again. I yeah. show up every <laughs> once in a while. I do my best to try and get there. It's just a crazy world we live in. But anyway, um, I, I totally agree with what you're doing. I think that I think that um, I, I have atomic habits. I'm I'm going to jump into it. And it's sitting at the side of my desk. And every time I see that, because I knew it was in your book club, I think about you. I'm like, I've got to get into that club. I've got to get into that. So, yeah. It's great. Everyone there is so awesome. I really love everyone who comes on. They either listen or contribute or a little bit of both. And I tell people, even if you haven't read, just being part of the conversations and listening to what people get out of the book, mm -hmm. um, it really makes you think. And it, it really teaches you a lot of things too. And, and it gets you, it gets you knowing more about that person that's mm -hmm. there. And plus, I think that when, when someone is using the experience, uh, using, has had an experience with some of what they're learning in the book, it, it kind of opens the door for the person who has been, you know, unable to take the time to read it, to have more of a desire to learn more about whatever book you're, you're talking about. I think that, um, Self-help and personal growth are um, absolutely necessary in, in this day and age. Um, if you're not doing, first of all, if you're not doing what you love, what are you doing? You know, are you going to go through, are you going to go through life miserable all the time? I chose not to do that when I left my marriage, you know, so I decided that I was done and I was going to do something different. And, and I did, and I do, and I love my life and I can't complain about anything, you know, I go gratefully day to day, um, with being, being thankful for everything that I have, everything that I do all the people whose lives are changing because of the fact that I'm using my gifts and talents. You know, when I start the show every week um, or every twice a month, when we do them live, um, I talk about, um, the, us being fabulous, blessed, and highly favored, living in our greatness with passion and purpose, making a difference with our gifts and talents. Whatever it is that you have as a talent, tell me if you agree with this or not, Emily, whatever it is that you have as a talent was God given to you and was given to you for the for your journey while you're on the planet. Yes? I, I agree, actually. Um, I'll tell you a really quick story. <clears throat> I was, uh, my pastor 
had uh, invited me to this Zoom call, and it was with uh, another gentleman who was a part of uh, um, a, a church that he leads in Honolulu. And it was a leadership call. And I, I hopped on, and he was talking about some of the things that he was doing. And um, he talked about the parable of the talents, which is kind of what you were talking about. Yes. And it hit me and I was just like, you know, cause just before that, that uh, Zoom call, I told my pastor, I don't wanna be a leader. I don't wanna do this. I just wanna come and serve. I just wanna show up. And, and then they came across that parable of the talents. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, if you've been given or you have been blessed with some sort of talent, you have to be able to use the talent that God's given you. And so I, I went to bed, I woke up, I called my pastor the next day and I said, I know that I have some talents can, that can be utilized for the church. Um, and I know I have talents that I can utilize out in the community and I was out there doing that, but I was not really utilizing the potential of my talents for my church. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, I have to figure out what is it and what way that I can contribute to make sure that I am using my talented talents for the benefit of the kingdom, mm -hmm. as well as the benefit for the community. Yeah. And to be able to use those talents really in every aspect of your life that you can, right? Right. right. And so, so that was the, the moment where it was like, okay, and it's not just for like this particular thing where you use your talents. Yes. You have talents that you can benefit in a lot of different ways and just make sure that you're uh, given the opportunity to uh if you've been given the opportunity to bless others or bless um whatever environment that you're in mm -hmm. to utilize those talents as best mm -hmm. you can absolutely totally agree with you and the last thing that you want to do is bury them because that's when you get reprimanded <laughs> like right. i you know every time every time something new comes out from someone, it's like, well, I didn't know you could do that. You know, that would be very helpful for this situation. And the next thing you know, you're connecting people and you're, and, and anybody who believes that we were on, put on this planet to do life by ourselves, you're listening to the wrong show because this is all about making a difference in the lives of others through the conversation, through conversation, through everything that Emily just said, being able to use your gifts, your talents to make a difference in the lives of others. I, um, I totally, you know, and I think, I think once you realize what it is you're supposed to be doing, life gets to be so much easier and so yeah. much more um, full of joy. People, people just can see it in you. I mean, you like, you're always smiling. I'm doing the same thing. Um, you know, because I'm, I'm happy with, with my life and what I'm doing. It doesn't matter what I have. It matters how I be, you know, with other people, with myself and, and being able to do whatever it is that is before me with gratitude and grace. That's the easiest way for me to say it. So talk about what you're doing now. Like we, we met each other through, um, through one of these direct marketing companies and um, I love this company. So you wanna talk about what you're doing now? Yeah, so I discovered this company about two years ago. I had a mentor of mine that I, have met, I met like 10 years ago and he asked me a simple question. And within five minutes, I said, I'm in, you know? And a lot of it is because I wanted to prepare my daughter's future. We talk about my kid and my family and how important they are to me. And I knew that this business model and what they offered or what this company offers um, was 
perfect for what I was looking for to make sure that I was getting my daughter prepared for her future. Um, it was super simple in my opinion um, compared to real estate or businesses or all the other things that I have done. And not only was it simple, it just made sense. And so I, I went ahead and get, got started. And if you wanna learn more about exactly what that is, I mean, obviously we'll give you information, but I don't wanna to go too in depth with it. But what I found was the co-founders were amazing. They were in alignment with a lot of my core values. And then I started growing a team of people that were just like me, meaning they had the heart for people. They wanted to go out there and serve. They, we were, we talk about, uh, I, in fact, this morning on our book club, we talked about being unified, well, or being in consensus. And it's not necessarily that we're in, uh, that we're the same people, but we, ha we have the same goal and we, we have the same mission to be able to be out there and helping people. Mm -hmm. Now, so I, you know, I actually had no plans to share this business with people, but I was on my way to the food bank when I had signed up and got a membership and um i was like i'm not gonna tell anybody about this i don't want to do this thing i'm already super busy i got my sanitation company i'm training people i've got my real estate stuff i'm packed with my schedule i have a lot going on and um anyways i got to the food bank and i was putting food in people's cars you know we were opening the doors putting food in people's cars and then it hit me i'm like emily people need this information that mm -hmm. you just got blessed with and you're not going to go tell them. And it's the same industry that helped you get ahead and get out of debt. And you're not going to go tell them. And so I just was like, okay, I got I to gotta say something. But God knew that moment when I got introduced to the company that today, two years later, that it was going to do all these wonderful, amazing things in the lives of not just myself, but so many others. Mm -hmm. The first week um, that I hit, there's a, a, a position that you can hit where it allows you the income potential of up to about $3,500 a week. Well, that week I hit that, that position and I had my first uh, $3,000 check. That was the same week that we had discovered my mom had stage four cancer. Oh my word. And uh, she needed to have this treatment done that was outside of the medical. And it was, guess what, exactly $3,000. $3, and so I thought, gosh, God, if God is not sending me signals and messages that I'm in the right place at the right time with the right company on the right mission, that was it. I, it just solidified a lot of things that um, I believed in. And so that was awesome. And then I'll kind of fast forward. So this coming December 3rd, we're having a huge Hawaii hotspot event is what they're calling it for the company that we're part of. We had a, a room reserved for 300 people and it sold out so people were calling and blowing up our ceo's phone and saying we need to come and there's no more tickets so i was able to make some phone calls and found another venue that could fit 402 people and they made the announcement last night that more tickets were available and I was just notified today about a few hours ago that it's already sold out. So we're oh sold God. out at 400. <laughs> and who wouldn't want to go to Hawaii for a hot spot event? <laughs> right? I mean, come on. It wasn't a hard sell, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Especially when it's snowing out the window here. You know? Hawaii sounds really nice right about now, right? Yes, I think indeed. Go to that Hawaii does. event and write it off on our taxes. <laughs> There you go. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So, um, yeah. So if anybody wants to know, I'm going to give people a number where they can text. Um, um, let's see, what word are we going to have them text? 
Emily. We're going to have him text Emily. Text Emily to 570-230-4185 if you want to learn more about what Emily is talking about. And we'll be happy to connect you um, with uh, some more information that can help you make a decision or um, make a change in your life and the lives of the people that you love. So, and with that, we are up against our second break. And um, at this time is going so fast. We, we will be back in just a couple of minutes right after these messages. Thanks so much for listening to Conversations That Make a Difference. Emily and I will be right back. When you think about being healthy and happy, do you consider the 24 areas of your life? Probably not. With the All Things Wellness Wheel, you become self-empowered, allowing you to make healthier decisions about relationships, nutrition, sleep, exercise, stress, and even your value system. The All Things Wellness book series, written by Peggy Wilms and Dr. Marcus Betstein, teaches about the ATW Wheel and brings dozens of true and personal stories from real people. The first of these multi-author books, The Fourfold Formula, features the foreword written by the Celestine Prophecy author, James Redfield, and is now available on Amazon. Reserve your spot now to become a published author in book two, Win the Wellness War, We Are Responsible. Visit allthingswellness.com author for more information. In a world facing annihilation, a miraculous African nun rises to become the first female pope through a web of war, murder, and betrayal. Loved by some, hated by many, she becomes the deadly target of Islamic terrorists and her own cardinals as she introduces a new vision that will either save humanity or accelerate its destruction. Four people must race against a nuclear holocaust to learn her astonishing secret. Pope Annalisa is available at PeterCanova.com, Amazon, and other online booksellers and bookstores worldwide. Did you know that every word you speak matters? What you say and how you say it can make or break a relationship or shift the outcome of any situation. Are your conversations making a difference? Faith in God, gratitude, authenticity, and giving are Teresa Velarde's heart. It's in this spirit that she's focused on making a difference in the lives she's blessed to touch. Conversations That Make a Difference is now on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Why are we here? How can we be happy? Questions asked from millennials to boomers. Crappy to Happy, Sacred Stories of Transformational Joy answers them using true stories of grit, grace, and love. James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy, wrote in the foreword, This book is a seminar about emerging truths and offers grounded solutions through the art of the comeback. Dr. Bernie Siegel, a contributing author, wrote, Bodies die, but spirits and consciousness survive and recycle. So grab some tissues, open your book, and prepare to cry and laugh till it heals. Crappy to Happy by Reverend Ariel Patricia and Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and booksellers worldwide. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart 
bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Conversations That Make a Difference. I love that. Let life flow, that breathe and relax. I have to say that for Deborah, though, too. She's she's a station owner. Every time that comes on, it's like I take a deep breath and it's just like, okay, let's go into the next. What what else do you have that you wanted to ask, Emily? So, so you know, you've given us a lot of information, a lot of ways that you've gotten through um, challenges. If you could choose three things to give our audience today, three tips that you can give them based on your experience and how they have worked for you. I mean, I love the book club, but for, for everyday people who are looking for, okay, she did it. How did she do it? And what's the, what are the things that, what are the three things that I can do? What would you say are the three most important tips you can give people today? Um, personal development is really huge. I mean, outside of the book club, but really like dig deep inside of you, just really go find what it is that can motivate you to do the things that you want to do, even on days where it doesn't feel that great. Mm -hmm. Because once you find that why, that purpose of why am I here? What is it? And some people go, go around finding what their why is, right? Could be your family, could be this, but what is it that motivates you every single day? What is, what is your goal? Find what that goal is, you know, um, for me, of course, yes, it's my daughter, but uh, really what the deeper, deeper rooted vision for me is freedom. Love it. You know, it. and so that's one. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is just really develop a thick skin. <laughs> I know it sounds... Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that's so necessary today. I really do. <laughs> so how, how would you suggest somebody does that? Man, it just, it's, it's a lot of it is, again, it just really comes back to mindset and reading these, reading books or doing something that, you know, allows you to not take things so personal. Mm -hmm. um, and even when someone says something that you don't necessarily like or disagree with, just kind of take that and kind of get the lesson out of it. Take out the sarcasm, take out the whatever that they give you, but listen to the content. Like, are they right? Mm hmm you know, are they right? Are what they are, are what they saying either about me or the situation? Are they right? They could be, maybe they could have said it better. Maybe they could learn a lesson on how to communicate better, but is there a lesson in there for me? Right. Yes. Um, and so just really having that thick skin enough of being able to take the criticism or whatever it is that people are giving you and just really turning that into how can I utilize this information for my benefit? Mm hmm. <laughs> because really they're just being honest right right and the thing is how you can use it for your benefit it may not look the same for you as it looks for someone else but you can still take that information and um use it in your life and however is necessary for you to move forward with whatever your goals are to find your gifts and talents and and you know do whatever you can to make a difference okay so we have Really, the first one was basically finding your why, right? Yes. Develop a thick skin. What else? Mm -hmm. you and then lastly, I think, um, you know, find ways to um, bring value to others. Mm. Uh, I, one of the things that my mentor said, you know, um, be part of the solution uh, instead of being part of the problem. There you go. That's huge. Huge. If you got nothing else from this conversation today, be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Give us some suggestions, Emily. 
Uh, well, I'll give you one of the reasons why I started this dry fogging and sanitation company that I had started. I remember like I was watching people, I was watching the news and we're, I think it was that time where all of us were just trying to figure out what was going on. And um, I saw people like using Lysol and Clorox and all these harsh chemical, you know, products. And I was just like, gosh, there's got to be a better way to, um, to still be able to sanitize without using all these harsh things, right? Mm -hmm. And um And then I was thinking, well, how can I, what kind of service can I benefit other people? I was like, maybe I can start a cleaning business, you know? And then I thought, oh, else to do. right? I was like, well, we can clean COVID. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, man, I mean, how do you, but how do you like wipe the doorknobs and the table, like in every crack and crevice and the seats and the chairs? And I was like, even the cleaning business, that would be really tricky to be able to do. And so I, I, but I remember that line, my mentor said, you know, and be part of the solution, not part of the problems. So I thought, how do I be part of the solution without like killing myself, you know, uh, as far as like working too hard, you know, with cleaning. And anyways, I, I did some research. I found these fogging machines and I was like, I didn't even know what a fogging machine was, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> I don't even know how I discovered. It. I just started Google searching everything that I could think of. And it created like this fog or like a dry mist, right? And then I was like, well, what do I put in it? Because clearly I don't want to put any chemicals in it. So I found these botanical solutions nice. that was on the end list. Yes, that would actually, and I was like, does it kill COVID? You know, I was reading through the whole thing. And I was like, great. Then I thought, can I put that in this machine? It's like, I gave it a try. <laughs> and there you go. And a business was born. Yeah. yeah. So ask the questions and, and and then you can bring value to others and you have a business in the meanwhile. <laughs> I, I'm sure you're making a difference in the life. You know, when I think about how many people are using harsh chemicals in their in their um, in their homes, especially with little kids and with pets and whatnot, you think you've got a real solution to a major problem in this world today. You know, everything everything is so um, toxic without without a better word i couldn't find a better word toxic so staying this well, and i have asthma i have a dog i have my family and i thought i don't want to expose them to all of these things on a daily basis right mm -hmm. so what what's out there as an option that we could use and um so <clears throat> that's kind of how that came about and i was like yeah if i feel safe using it you know um yeah, i can help others exactly. right why not yeah exactly yeah. So Thanksgiving is around the corner and um, I'm so grateful for you. This has been um, gratitude month, if you will. We're coming. I can't believe we're coming up on the end of November already. I can't believe it. We're coming Crazy, up on huh? the end of November. It, this year is flying by. And I, I just, I just, if you, um, so I want to say this about Thanksgiving. You know, when I first moved into this house and I was working a job and I found that there were a lot of people who had no place to go for Thanksgiving, I opened my door for people who I did not even know who came to my home for Thanksgiving. And I always had people around my table, whether it was kids from Joe's school on a Friday night or whatever, um, having um, whatever was being put on the table. I have one child. I was often feeding half a dozen children. They would somehow would show up at my door at dinner time, and that's fine. But people would come to my house for Thanksgiving, and that's just who I am. My mother's door was always open to people. Um, she had a, a, a coffee pot on all the time, and and anybody was welcome. So, and in, and today, 
Um, it's a little bit different because of what we just been through, but there are still places that have, they look for volunteers to help serve Thanksgiving dinner. What are you doing this year um, around Thanksgiving to help those or to be, or to include those who may not have a place to feel like they are included and welcome? What are you doing? Well, um, me personally, I, uh, because my mom is sick, um, you know, I would love to open doors for people to come over to our house, but it's, it's a little bit of a different situation this year for exactly. us Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I've done some of the things that I've done is just out in the community found places where they would do, um, what they call, um, meals on wheels where we would donate, prepare food, do deliveries and actually like pack my car up and I would go out there in the community and, and give mm -hmm. food. Um, our church usually does something. So I always just kind of find ways. I may not be able to open my doors or my house, but that's the thing. That's the beauty of, of um, where, where you can, you can truly be creative, right? So yeah. it could be a community project outside of, yeah. of what your home is, right? Mm -hmm. It could be a church. It could be um, something out there or you know, like, like now online presence is so huge. You could even yes. go online and raise some funds or do something like that. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking about how you can use that money to benefit a family. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, usually I try to find some unique creative way if, if I can't open my doors like you do, which is beautiful, by the way. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and, and the, the other thing too is I can't cook. So uh, <laughs> if you came over to my house anyway, you may go home hungry. <laughs> Your heart might be full, but your tummy might still be a little empty. Very well, I'm not a very great cook. Like I Sorry. said, you do the good, you do the things you can with what you have been given, and you have I'm been honest given. at least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There you, so. there you go. Absolutely. But whatever, whatever it is that for our listeners, whatever it is that you are led to do, make a difference in the life of someone this Thanksgiving, and you know whether it be. Um, going to a kitchen, a soup kitchen and helping to serve a meal, whether it be, you know, um, inviting a friend who might be alone if you're presenting a Thanksgiving dinner to your family and friends. Um, just, you know, I think that we, I said earlier, we weren't put on, on this planet to do life alone. So do what you can. And my, in my, my heart is always do what you can to make someone else a part of your world, no matter how small or how, how that might show up. Um, and this in this season, uh, Thanksgiving um, kicks off the biggest season of the year. And uh, there's so many things that are happening in this world and so many people who are are looking to be able to just even have a conversation with someone because they just are alone for whatever reason. But um, yeah, Emily, you have brought so much to us today. Tell me how people can get in touch with you and um, what would be um, a good thing that they could, uh, they could, it's something that they could participate. Do you want people to participate, more people to participate in your book club? You wanna give the information about your book club or whatever you want. How people can get yeah, in touch I, I mean, if they, if they want to, I'm, I'm open to it. You know, um, we do have a Facebook group um, where if people don't want to jump on the Zoom, they can still just listen in um, as well. Because not everyone, especially, I don't know about you, believe it or not, you guys, I'm an introvert. So <laughs> I, I know, I know people laugh at me all the time, like you're, you're lying. But, but it takes a lot of energy for me to 
to be present and and I can do them in spurts of time. Yeah. Yeah, but I but I know that I I need to, right? And I and I want to. It's just that my energy is very much so an introvert. But yeah, I mean, if they want to join the book club or if they want to connect with me or if they want to bounce ideas off of maybe some ideas that they have that they um, feel like that they want to use to either contribute to the community. Um, I've opened a few of my own businesses. I've had people come up to me with like business ideas, just going, what do you think about this? And, uh, you know, I am not a professional by any means as far as like startup businesses, but I've had enough experience of my own to be able to say, well, these are kind of the experiences that I've had and what I've done, or maybe, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel like uh, there's a lot, like you said, we you know we should be doing life together, not alone. Yes. And, um, I'm a big fan of connecting people, meaning I might not be the person that can teach you something or can do something for you, but I might say, you know, um, based on the things that you're talking about, there might be somebody that might be, you know, a, a good fit for what you, what you've got. Mm -hmm. And I think connection is really huge. I love, I love the referral part of things too. I love yeah. referring people out. Yeah. Me too. Me too. So, yeah. So if you want, um, want more information about Emily, you can actually just use that number that I gave earlier, just text Emily to, 570-230-4185. And I'll make sure that Emily gets the message to get in touch with you for whatever it is that you're looking to, to do to make a difference in the lives of someone else. Emily, one last question for you, because we only have two minutes left. Do you feel you're living your best life right now? I do. I am so grateful and so blessed. I mean, I could not have asked for anything more. I think I said a prayer to God and he filled, I believe, the last missing piece of my life. And when I say that, I don't feel like I was empty before, but you know how it is like sometimes you don't realize that there is something more out there and you kind of go, wow, one more thing. That's so great. And it becomes like sort of that bonus that you never knew you needed or mm -hmm. even thought you wanted. Mm -hmm. And so God's been really great. You know, am I living my best life? I, I agree 100%. Can we continue to live a different version of our best life? Yes. I yes. believe that we're always evolving. Yes, I agree with you. We're always evolving. I have been so blessed by this conversation and I hope you have as well, our listeners and our listeners have as well. I think that um, someone, at least someone is going to take away a lot of stuff from this conversation. I want to thank you so much for coming and being my guest on Conversations That Make a Difference. We'll have you back another time because I know that this conversation is one that will continue. And we want to thank everyone who's listening. And in the meanwhile, gratitude. This is Gratitude Month. Thanksgiving is next week. Make sure that you are telling people how much they mean to you, especially in this as we go into this big season coming up and um, making a difference in the lives of someone else. Make sure the conversations that you have are making a difference for someone else. No matter how small, you're making a difference. And that's what we're all about. Emily, thanks again so much. And we'll see you all next time on the next edition of Conversations That Make a Difference. Have a good night, everyone. Tune in next time for Conversations That Make a Difference with host Teresa Bellardi every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern with live call-in shows every first and third Tuesday on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Thank you for listening. And thank you to our producer, Rachel, and to our station owner, Deborah Beauvais, working behind the scenes. Be sure to go to conversationsthatmakeadifference.com for your free gift. 
Make sure your conversations make a difference.